0: If you're a founder, business owner, or someone who's trying to figure it out and you've ever felt frustrated, frantic, or unfulfilled, then you're in the right place. My name is Tara Payton. I'm a marketing strategist and consultant who's worked with hundreds of founders. And I am here to tell you there is a space for you to center yourself, get focused, experience fulfillment, and live in flow because you deserve it. I am here to walk you through the phases of life and business most want, and we will own each stage together. Sometimes I'll be joined by other founders, friends, and special guests who are willing to share the highs and lows of their journey and have since found their own flow. Welcome to Found the Flow. Now let's get you to step into yours. So we are back. This is part two of a conversation that, um, or the episode that I was having with Chloe. And we decided to come back because there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes when you are evolving, when you are elevating and when you are taking your brand to the next level. So Chloe had the opportunity to explain from her perspective some of the things that she actually does Mm -hmm. when she works with clients. But now she's actually going to take over this episode and she is going to kind of help bring it out of me. Some of the things that we had to go through as I am elevating and working to elevate and evolve my brand. Um, and get into some of the thought processes and things like that behind the scenes that a lot of people don't get to see. So um, I'm going to turn it over to you, Chloe.
1: Where do you want right. to go with well, this? I guess we should start with the dryness of the brand because your audience probably <laughs> didn't see it. They were just like, I'm watching the podcast. I'm listening to the podcast. You know, this is pre-podcast. <gasps> Where's my pre-podcast? Pre-podcast. You?
0: Because, I mean, I guess the podcast is a part, or like season one was a part of the dryness. Yeah. I just do not like saying that. Yeah. But it was the truth. Okay. And let me say, y'all,
1: dry does not mean bad. In this Mm -hmm. instance, it just means I could not see her most authentic self. And especially when you're a personal brand, whether you're a professional personal brand, whatever the case may be. There's a lot of you that needs to shine through. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. all for separate business and personal, you know, all the things. Mm -hmm. But people are buying from the person. Mm -hmm. Like, other than even if you think about Amazon. No, Jeff Bezos is not in the front of every single Amazon thing. But you know exactly who that is. Mm -hmm. Right? So, therefore, there's part of his values and morals, though, that's pushed out through Amazon. Mm -hmm. Like, what if initially he was someone who was impatient? And that's where the two-day shipping might have come from. Now they offer one day and same day. Mm-hmm. But essentially, he knows people in general are impatient. Because mm-hmm. it could have been because he was too. I'm not sure. But there's still parts of you that you have to infuse into your brand or business if you're starting one, no matter how big it grows. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I couldn't see any of that with yeah. you.
0: And I think I think it's because, and I've talked about this on another episode um with jessica like when you're leaving corporate america there's this um i guess personality that you have that you have to work to shed because you really don't know who you are outside of that space especially after spending 14 years in corporate right that's a long time so it's like most of my adult identity that's even interesting just to say that was so tied to corporate and You know, coming out of undergrad, one of my professors at Morgan State, she was always like, you know, make sure you're mindful of your facial expressions because I was going into the business world. Mm -hmm. So she was like, that's not a place for you to be expressive. Right. And that's something that my best friend and I had to work on. Now, my best friend, she wears everything on her face still to this day. But I learned to kind of shut it off and they definitely
1: tell you that in corporate because you know i didn't dye my hair purple until i left corporate america now Mm -hmm. you know you know the girl that did photo shoots with the purple hair even if someone doesn't know me Mm -hmm. that's part of that but in corporate it's like "Mm, that's a little frowned upon you know so it's like but as an entrepreneur you have to be able to be yourself Mm -hmm. like or at least show parts of yourself i know the first thing that most people say to me when they sign on and i ask them questions about their stuff they're like eh but i don't want a lot of my personal life like They think personal life like I don't want to show you and your whole relationship unless that's part of your brand. Like you're a relationship Mm -hmm. coach and stuff like that. You can't do all the little classic Shots like that, you know, because we want to know you're in a successful relationship if you're trying to tell me Mm -hmm. how to be in one. So that's different. But essentially, that's the first thing people say. I don't want to put too much of my business out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, of course, we wouldn't put things out that things should that you should know. Like in my brand, am I talking about my last experience with dating? No, Mm -hmm. like unless you actually know me and talking to me, I wouldn't put that out. Not because I'm ashamed. It's just it makes no sense to talk about. It doesn't filter in with everything Mm -hmm. but when it's part of your morals it does matter Mm -hmm. or at least like for your audience to be able to pick up on your energy and how you are Mm -hmm. because they might not connect with you and then it might be where they purchase something or they purchase a class and they're like I just didn't Mm -hmm. you know like connect with her like that so because every person that you encounter or that books you is not going to come into your personal bubble Mm -hmm. you have to be able to exude these things without Mm -hmm. them knowing your business
0: i think there's also a fine line though right because when you think about um being a personal brand or being an entrepreneur who has a brand um you know it's not just about not putting your personal business out there it's about wanting people to buy the product Mm -hmm. and not the person because too often people put so much emphasis or so they kind of tie what they expect out of Mm -hmm. the product to the person. And that's not what I'm selling, right? And that's also like a fine line that, and I think that's kind of why I've been kind of just behind the scenes. And then just naturally with what I do with my clients, it's behind the scenes work,
1: right? And you know, I'm the same way, right? you know, like I'm behind the camera. I'm telling you how to pose, Mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, that don't mean my pictures gonna be phone pictures, because if I'm telling you, you have to invest in visuals, it's like, Mm -hmm. so, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this, but putting more of yourself out there doesn't necessarily alri- always mean your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could be you more so talking about the product versus having all the influencers do it, you mm-hmm. know, like, cause there's some people who are product based. So there's also that difference too. Are you a product based business service based business, or is it, you know, literally like the coaching and where they are going to be in your space mm-hmm. as far as your services. So there's still levels for sure. I think, A lot of people don't understand, though, when I say put more of yourself out there, it doesn't mean telling them something. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you have to show up more, but it's when you do, there's still something that Mm -hmm. people have to feel. Mm -hmm. Like purchases in general are emotional. Absolutely. Whether they're a service, a product, whatever, people Mm -hmm. make that. Because emotional it's like when they tell us you know we doing in sales strategies or things like that you know they're telling you speak to the pain points mm-hmm. and that's absolutely correct mm-hmm. but so that means you spoke to their pain point they gonna feel away right So you're making trying to make them feel away to buy something right but some of these emotional decisions are unconscious or subconscious so it's not that you're trying to make them feel away you're just being yourself and they're like, you know what? I resonate with that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just showing what the product actually does, that's why I like the live demonstrations are good. You know what? That's exactly how my skin is when I mm-hmm. do whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's still different ways of putting that out there. And for me, my job is to visually do that. Right. Because it won't always be something you say. Mm-hmm. It might, it won't always be like a fact or like something we can do key points. It's just something people feel. Mm-hmm. So my job is to make the visuals
0: evoke the emotions. Right. Without you putting a lot out. And that's that, me knowing me, like I said on the last, (laughs) the part one, right? Colors, not my thing. Um, Creating visuals, not my thing. I could care less, right? Those are not, that's not my thing. And I think a lot of times people mistake those things to be marketing and they are an aspect of marketing, but they're not the in all be all of marketing. And so just where I lie as a strategist, what I focus on is the things that you not you can't necessarily see, right? It's all the invisible marketing things, mm-hmm. right? It's not the visible marketing things. So for me, like when I launched my business, I threw because I'm not the type of person that's going to wait. And I know you were in my DMs, like, what is this that you're posting on this social media? These colors, man. What are you doing? Yeah, because <laughs> she she be in my DMs harassing me, like, this is not you. This is not what we discussed. But I am the type of person that I'm going to move on something. I'm not just going to wait because it's not yeah. visually a, visually pleasing, right? And that's how I've built my business thus far. It, it wasn't really the visuals. It was really the invisible things that people couldn't yeah. see. So they could they did connect. But I think what you're saying from a visual standpoint, you're like, hmm. it doesn't really match with who you are as a person.
1: And I pick on myself when I say this, but I tell people all the time, I speak in visuals. Like, as soon as somebody puts an image in my head or like you're describing something, I have a whole movie that has passed by in my head. And now I'm telling you exactly what we need to do, where we need to move. But I may not be the best at words Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. But that's my superpower, you know, Mm -hmm. like working with a copywriter, you know, like those are two different things. And sometimes like when my copywriting partner and I started working together, she didn't understand what the point of such a large visual investment was until she saw how I did it. Like mm-hmm. she had worked with other designers before. she had worked with, you know like other people who do branding before, and she was like, "Oh, like this is the first time in a photo shoot. I felt like I could do what I actually do on a day-to-day, and mm-hmm. it was fine, because a lot of things, like like you said, like, you feel like you shouldn't be doing them." Mm -hmm. Because it's business. Mm -hmm. But sometimes we have to see that aspect. And especially in this day and age now, so much content, content, content. You got to show a little content to do this. You got to show you enjoying life. You got to do this. That's literally them telling you to sell your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That's what you're actually doing. Mm -hmm. That's not the part of you doing this fancy brand shoot you mm-hmm. know like your lifestyle it may include that but that ain't every day It's no, not let's every talk, month let's
0: talk about selling lifestyle because there's people out here that are selling lifestyle and it's not a Their true lifestyle, lifestyle yeah. right so it's like have you ever had a client who was like i want the lamborghini but they drive in a pinto um yes Okay,
1: 100%. I, I probably had like a lot of everything, but I think a lot of my clients are like you, where even though they'll be patient and wait mm-hmm. on me to figure it all out, they're also doers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we want, I want this, this, this. Okay, well, I'm gonna just do this temporarily until we circle back and you do it for real. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But people hear lifestyle, and there's just so many different connotations Attached to words and things now. Yes. Like content, content, content has been misconstrued in so many ways. Yes. Consistency Life, is exactly. another one that's been consistency misconstrued. Consistency for me does not mean to post a lot. Consistency, and but this that's is what people mistake it exactly. as frequency. Consistency, and not consistency for me means post the same type of value mm. each time. Mm. So, a lot of people if you actually read the definition of words Mm -hmm. like we've kind of made them so we made it up yes now consistent means you need to post every day at least this many times no like and you know i do not post anybody Mm -hmm. following me knows i'm not not because i don't think i need to Mm -hmm. not because i don't know that it's attached to business success in some ways, but it's not the only way to succeed. Like a lot of Correct. people don't know you get about 30% more traffic from Google searches than you do from social media, click link and bio. Yes. And, but I have to tell people all the time. So that's why we're putting so much into your website because mm-hmm. people can come from anywhere, including Instagram, Twitter, whatever, get to your site
0: mm-hmm.
1: and see what you got going on. Mm-hmm. But when you go there and there's a detachment,
0: yes from
1: everything else and you don't look authentic and you've just been focusing on purchasing consistently Mm -hmm. that's not that and i feel like lifestyle the word lifestyle has been misconstrued Mm -hmm. like it now it means private jets and you know uh sipping wine all the time having the vibes having Mm -hmm. the views going out to eat Half the people who are doing that may not have the funds. And that's not my business, I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. I wanna know your lifestyle. And you know most of our relationship has me been me digging deep into tell me what you do on this day. What do mm-hmm. you do during a VIP session? What do you do on a regular day? Mm-hmm. What are you doing at home? What are you doing on an off day? What are you doing on the weekends? Not mm-hmm. because we're putting your business out, but we need to understand because all these different things are still things that people who you may be marketing to also do right so you have to be able to transition that lifestyle then into the content
0: that can lead to the sale because it built the relationship and the trustworthiness so what you're saying as far as your definition of lifestyle is taking your actual lifestyle and leveraging that into your visual brand, not yeah. taking someone else's lifestyle, kind right. of the faking it till you making it thing right. and using that as your visual brand. Yeah. That's totally different. That's not what you're talking about. Correct. But that's what people think when they think lifestyle nowadays. Yes. Yeah.
1: Like it's been I think it I hope it's gonna die down a little bit more, but right now, even if you go on Pinterest mm-hmm. and type in lifestyle, automatically it puts luxury lifestyle mm-hmm. right there in a lot of places, or it'll give you like, also view luxury lifestyle pins. You see Mm, what I'm saying? mm -hmm. Because lifestyle, it's not just that though, Mm -hmm. but that's just what it's become. When people are searching that, that's usually what they're looking for. Right. And I'm like, that's not realistic. If you're telling me you just had a baby, Mm -hmm. I promise you that's probably not what you're doing because that's not your focus. I'm not saying you can't live that lifestyle, but also how does that go in accordance to branding and your brand specifically like there's different things. For example, you know, you and I both both work with a lot of beauty brands Mm -hmm. and product based brands in the beauty industry. And the first thing they think about is luxury hair. When you hear luxury (laughs) extensions, luxury hair, they're like, I just want it to be flowing. I want her to look like she's living this life and Mm -hmm. da 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 I'm like, we get it. Women Mm -hmm. who are at a certain level they, we like to look nice, mm-hmm. we like to dress nice, mm-hmm. you know? But there's also women who might not be your audience that might live in luxury, but they don't wear extensions. Right. So you also gotta think about what's the lifestyle, and this is something that it's hard to explain, but you also gotta think of the lifestyle of your brand. Cause there's yes. your lifestyle, mm-hmm. but then there's the lifestyle of the brand. And that's what, this, what does the brand do on the day to day? What does it need to do? What does it need to show? If you're a hair brand and you're telling me, like, this is my natural hair, right? Mm -hmm. So you're now telling me I need extensions. Mm -hmm. Essentially, you want me to feel like I need them so that I can buy them. Mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily have to. Like, you wear your natural hair. Mm -hmm. But they make extensions that look like, you know, 4C and natural Mm -hmm. curls. Come on, tell us. Listen. Mm hmm. Listen, tell us why we need them. So if you're telling us to change our lifestyle Mm -hmm. to now meet the lifestyle, that's the brand's lifestyle. So you're telling me the lifestyle of your brand is you have to have this longer hair or fuller hair or whatever the case may be to live the best life. Mm. So you also have to be able to connect. So there's so many sciences and I'm speaking general as much as I can. But you know that my process with you has been completely different and i've explained explained that to you every step of the way mm-hmm. how it's different and why mm-hmm. and it's not because my process is different but your lifestyle is not like
0: anybody Somebody else's else right hey if you want to figure out how to go from being a frantic founder to a founder in the flow then you better go ahead and get on my email list take the quiz to find out where you are currently in the founder's journey how it impacts your marketing, and I'll send you information straight to your inbox that is known to get you in flow, keep you in flow, and get consistent customers and cash flow coming to your company. So go ahead and take the quiz. It's linked in the show notes, and I will see you next time. So let's talk about the process and the evolution, because I said this earlier, I feel like as I came to work with you, our brands have started to evolve together, yeah. right? And we've sort of um, started to uncover what it is that we want to represent in this world and who, how we want to make a stamp, right? As far as you being a chief brand officer and myself being an outsourced chief marketing officer. So I want you to talk about, from your perspective, what was it in particular in working with me that kind of started that evolution for you? Or was it already started and did clarity come from our our working relationship?
1: I think it was already started just because I knew I wanted something different coming into a different stage of my healing mm-hmm. still. But... That's why I also think like the connecting aspect is so important between the type of clients I work with and I, mm-hmm. because as much as I want to get to know you for me to do that, you're going to have to know some yes. of who I am. Mm-hmm. That's where trust comes from. And that goes back to why you put certain aspects of your lifestyle out there, mm-hmm. because the trust is what makes people do it. Like I'm gonna be transparent with y'all. We had a hiccup in <laughs> her branding process <laughs> and every client would not have handled it with the grace that she did but because she trusted that my vision for what she wants and needs is bigger than me or her, she let me do it. And now it's flowing again, smoothing, but that, that comes from her actually being around me. Like that comes from, like, we actually have conversations that are not always, is it on the calendar? Because sometimes there's a little bit more you have to pull. Right. And so everything is not always so cookie cutter. And that's why I don't see consistency is posting 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 all the time all the time all the time because for me it's the same type of value because mm-hmm. i don't have a cookie cutter process i'm not a cookie cutter person mm-hmm. i can't make everybody look like one specific cookie cutter thing mm-hmm. like that's just not you. what i'm doing right. and so i have to also give you a piece of me mm-hmm. in the process what if i had the mentality well i don't want you to know me for real and we was just like okay we well, just i'ma just design here's your new colors mm-hmm. here's
0: your logo here's uh your new website and we're gonna do a shoot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what happens so often, and I think that that's also why there's kind of like this um, paradigm shift that's happening, right? I think that that's what has happened in the industry, and not just speaking about brand designers. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about even people who work with coaches and consultants, right? They're so used to just getting the service or the end result, and not really taking the time to build and connect a relationship with the person that they're working with and i think for you you to me me to you like we're both very intentional about building that relationship yeah um you know and i think even if we hadn't met in person we still would have done that because you that's just who you are naturally and that's just how i am naturally and i would think that my clients would say the same thing right I really take that time to really get to know them. Because again, I like how you said it, I have to give them a piece of me. Like this is deep work. It's it's deep work. Like like, branding is legitimately an
1: emotional connection, no matter from what perspective you're doing it, no matter what scale. So when you're just telling the designer, I just need a new look or whatever, and you're not saying why, like I've heard that plenty of times. Like I told her I just need a new look. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, but to show what? Mm -hmm. Like what happened in your life that make you feel like you need a new look. Mm-hmm. So going back to the, the NBA example, right? Like they turned 75. The mm-hmm. NBA is 75 years old. So obviously, just like the shorts done got longer, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The the view of the NBA, the look of the NBA has changed. Mm-hmm. So there's been an evolution. Like there's this one cup that I have at home from a game and it actually has all the Hawks logos mm-hmm. from the beginning. And they're very subtle changes but they knew they had to evolve you have to evolve with the times like Burger King rebranded what last year mm-hmm. they didn't announce it it didn't a right. rebrand doesn't have to be this big over the top right. event right, right and right. they didn't announce it you just start seeing like mm, the rapper changed a little bit you mm-hmm. know like they made it more playful because they had been Having their regular branding for so long, their logo mm-hmm. didn't change. It got updated, mm-hmm. but it was still the burger. You know, it's still with the words in the middle. It's just the font change. Mm-hmm. So a rebrand is not this overhaul every time. Now, if you're going from DIY to having a professional do it, it's probably going to look 100% different. Mm-hmm. But even still, it should be broken down by elements. Okay. Why did it look like that? What needs to stay? Mm -hmm. What did you like? What does this mean? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people aren't branding with meaning. They just, they just think about, I need a new
0: look but the meaning behind the look. And you know what, that's very similar to marketing as well. Mm. I think a lot of times, especially a lot of times, people who are struggling with their business to make sales, to um, you know have effective marketing, they think that a rebrand is gonna solve their problem. Now, that could very well be a component of what they need, but in actuality, they also throw out their marketing strategy as well, and they try to start from scratch with the rebrand. But it's not throwing everything away, right? So to your point of the Hawks logo evolving over time, it's like, let's look at your strategy and figure out what is really good about it and then make tweaks, right? So I like that analogy for both branding and marketing. It's not just getting rid of everything. yeah. Um, And even when you do a rebrand, you should not just throw away your entire marketing strategy, right? right? And when you think about that connectivity of it, you really have to keep certain elements in place or else you're gonna have a completely new business and people are gonna be confused. And, and, that's, and the thing, that's the and thing, and that's, that's why be, there's a difference between right. business
1: and branding too. Like right. it doesn't mean your business is not doing well. Right. Like I will be honest and say your business does need to be doing something though to mm-hmm. work with me because it is an investment, mm-hmm. but there's a reason it's an investment. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna dig, like the work's gonna get done, but there's gonna be digging and they have to have at least those six months there. Like. I don't think people understand that these larger companies they plan things years in advance oh yes but as a small business you know people be like i'm trying to have everything changed in a month and i'm like i don't <laughs> think you understand how this works and right. how this changes like i have multiple clients currently mm-hmm. and i think i've told you about some of them that are doing product development so we're mm-hmm. doing their packaging and things right that alone can easily be a three, four month process. Mm -hmm. The cheapest shipping option is typically 60 days and Mm -hmm. that's just shipping. That doesn't include the one day it had, I mean the one month it had to get made, Mm -hmm. the time it takes to submit an order, like submitting an order when you're doing 100% custom, it's not a immediate process. Mm -hmm. Like I have to be able to explain to them, no, we want this here, but in foil over here, not just, oh, I want the white box and we're just gonna put the logo on. I'm talking about completely custom from the material it's made out of Mm -hmm. and most of the times these things happen in China. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, it's a 12-hour difference. So, sometimes you're tired and you want me to stay up and communicate all these things. Like, this whole process is ongoing. Your custom aspect is your new uh, educational materials. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, no, we don't have to get it sent off or anything like that to that magnitude. But if it was a product, say you, to- you told me what well, I want it as a hardcover book. Mm-hmm. That's still a completely different aspect Mm -hmm. and then to have to wait
0: that long like true branding is not always a rush process and it's definitely planned i think in and that's a great point that you bring up like in branding it's not a rush process business is not a rush process either right none of us got to the point where we are today by rushing you have to effectively plan and somebody said earlier plan prepare and position yourself Hmm. right i like that so If you're not doing those things and you're just expecting things to happen overnight, you're really setting yourself up to be disappointed. So, you know, branding takes time. Marketing takes time. All of it takes time. And you're going to change and evolve, especially in the first few years of business. Right. Hence why I'm doing a a rebrand. You know, I think, too, rebrand is one of the words that has gotten a weird connotation.
1: Yes. Like rebrand now equates to overhaul. And, and I think that. it's more rebrand is actually an evolution. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing for me, you know, I'm always realizing things with you. Like something about Terry, y'all, like I always realize so much more in real time. Like that's why I'm like, the connection is different, but we've invested mm-hmm. in it since for the past, what, five months mm-hmm. almost now. Mm-hmm. So it hasn't been, okay, she booked me and now we're here. Like, no, it's been five months and we step a little less than half the project. She's stuck with me go. for life anyway, so it don't matter. She's so over me, but she's stuck. <laughs> anywho, anywho, me and my French roll, I'm mm. um, gonna pop out one day, <laughs> just wait for it. But the fact of the matter is it takes time. Mm-hmm. And for me, I just realized, I think I specialize in brand evolutions specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it can be a new business still, or it can be someone who's already in business, but at the same time, either way you're trying to level up Mm -hmm. even if you're going from i'm working with somebody i saved up now i'm ready to invest in myself that's Mm -hmm. still an evolution Mm -hmm. that's an evolution of the person
0: Mm -hmm. so that's i think that's my thing yeah and i think and you know what i think we're going to close it out on this evolution has been the theme for this season right and i i could not have orchestrated this to happen in this way But evolution has literally been the theme thus far for season two, and so you know, cheers to evolving, to evolving. We had like a little clink, my brand clink, a little clink, nail clink, (laughs) (laughs) right. So, cheers to understand. evolving. You know, I'm evolving my brand. Chloe is evolving her brand. Yeah. And, again, it's a never-ending process, right? So, remember, as you're building your business, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you guys Especially to- when you do your photo shoot. Please don't think
1: it's a one-time, like, okay, I've taken my right. photo. Like, that's what really irks me. I know we're ending, but I just want right. to say, please don't just do one photo shoot and think that that's it. Right. I mean,
0: I no,
1: I had a couple photo shoots, so I can't even say, like... Right, because right. you can't, but right. we can see, people can see when... It makes you look stagnant mm-hmm. from the visual perspective and when, we, when i say visual i'm thinking about perception mm. not necessarily all the time what's actually there right and so you know say for example say i get braids mm-hmm. you know at what point i did that photo shoot because i right. had braids versus right, right. switching my hair up or if i got on a turtleneck and i'm posting this in july You know i probably recorded this when it was cold i didn't just wear a turtleneck because it was cold in there because i had no way of knowing that Mm -hmm. like it's little things Mm -hmm. that have to still make sense and those small details i think people they kind of get lost in the sauce sometimes
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so cheers to continually evolving cheers to elevation and elevating our businesses and continuing to grow and be friends and cheer each other on and get to the big bag, right? Listen, listen, you cannot <laughs> get to the big bag by yourself, I promise y'all. You cannot, absolutely not. Like, yeah, this podcast would not exist if I tried you to can't do it by myself, in right? You can't without the people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, y'all, we signing out. Let's clink. <laughs> Now, that's a wrap for this week's episode of Found the Flow. I sincerely hope you feel more aligned regardless where you are on this journey. I've centered this show around my hopes that you find a safe space as you navigate your growth. Make sure to share this on your favorite social platform. Tag me while you're figuring out what being in flow means to you and share this with your people because you really never know who can get something from the message. Until next week, may you find the flow.